0: Hey everyone, so today we are going to be talking about relocating your business in a new city, a new state, maybe a new country, and what doing that and being successful, regardless of where you move to, entails. So I have my friend Destiny here, and she's going to be talking to us about how she moved her photography business from Southern California to Arizona and how she has basically blown up her business in such a short amount of time. First of all, she is an amazing photographer. I send people to her all the time when she was here and she blew up really fast in my opinion. Um there's a lot of people who have been doing photography for decades and in my I don't think they're even as busy as she was. And so just kind of at the peak of her, you know, growth here in Southern California. Her and her husband decided to move to Arizona, uproot their family. They have a beautiful little daughter, and they decided to move to Arizona, and she did not give up on her dream. She still is doing her thing, taking her pictures, and now she has all these new people that she's met, and she's doing amazing things in Arizona, and I just thought that was such an awesome story because so many people are afraid to, first of all, just start a business, Let alone to start a business and then when they're growing and they're becoming really, really um, skilled and seasoned in their industry to suddenly just move. Like I know for me, where I am in my business, I mean, if someone told me that, hey, you had to move to Texas like right now, I would be terrified. I mean, luckily I do have some friends in Texas, but... Gosh, like to think that all my hard work, I'm just going to kind of leave it behind. But the truth is, and you'll learn a little bit more from Destiny herself, that that's not the case. You know, your time is not wasted if you're moving somewhere. So if you're somebody who is thinking about moving or maybe you haven't even started a business but you're looking to start a business but you're also aware that you're going to be moving pretty soon or in the near future um don't be afraid to start that business now even though you're going to be leaving okay like i want you to see how destiny's done it she's going to give you some awesome tips and tricks on you know what to do and what to look out for um as far as growing your business in another town or another state um, she is such a sweetheart. I'm super excited for you guys to meet her. So I hope you guys gain a lot of value from this. And if you are someone who is looking to relocate, relocate your business, Um, please let us know if this helped you. I'm super excited. All right, let's get into it.
1: Okay, so now we're going to hear from Destiny, and she's going to tell us just a little bit about herself. We want to know, Destiny, who are you? Where are you from? Tell our audience and most of the people who are going to be listening today probably are familiar with you because they came here for because you told them to. But um, for those who maybe are not, you know, familiar with what you do, who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yeah, I well, I'm Destiny, and. I that's my daughter in the background hashtag my mom, mom life, life. Um, but <laughs> I know so yes I'm a mom and I'm a wife as well and <laughs> <laughs> so I'm destiny and um, thank you before I even introduce myself I just want to say thank you Ashley for you know asking me to be on your podcast it's definitely a pleasure and I'm honored
1: yeah we're so excited I'm so excited for for those of you guys who so, don't know, um, Destiny and I have known each other pretty much our whole lives. So, um, we, this is, seems a little bit informal, you know, for you guys, It's like new for you guys, but well, I, I already know her. I'm doing this for you guys. This is 100% for our audience. I want you guys to get to know her and get to know like what it's like to relocate and run your business from one state to another that like, this is for you guys. I already know her. I already know she's awesome. So Destiny, you can go ahead and tell them a little bit about how awesome you are.
2: Well, I think you kind of missed that part to let them know that we did softball and ballet together. You know, we were like that perfect mix of like tomboy and girly girl at the same time.
1: (laughs) You guys can guess who was the tomboy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So um, apart from that, so yes, um, I'm Destiny. I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, I pretty much I'm I just pretty much stay low you know low key I'm definitely an old soul for those of you who know me I am an old soul so like I go to bed early and I literally just stick to myself and um, another thing too that I've kind of been very in tune with lately is I'm just so intuitive as well um, it actually kind of scares me sometimes but it's like a blessing and a curse in disguise because your girl knows what's up all the, t- all the time. So <laughs> definitely love that. It's definitely, it's been coming to me a lot more clear nowadays. Um, but yeah, that's me. I just, I just moved to Arizona not too long ago and I've been actually loving it and it's been a transition, but I definitely feel, you know, the need to kind of um, express or just share with everyone the the journey that it's been.
1: Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think that that's really important for people to see some of the journey. A lot of times as business owners, we tend to kind of want to do it all on our own because, you know, it's like, if I don't do it, who will, but a lot of times you know, we really have to recognize that people want to be a part of the journey. They want to know certain things and you, you know, you've always been a pretty private person, you know, so I know it's, you know, this might be outside your comfort zone to come out and like, kind of talk about your experience. But I know for a fact, there's going to be a lot of people who gain a lot of value from it. People who are maybe scared of relocating themselves, people who are, or maybe just afraid of opening a business because they recently relocated, but they're interested in becoming a small business owner an entrepreneur, or even just like starting a hobby. So I'm super super excited for you guys to get inside the brain of Destiny Rose Photography and get to know a little bit more about her. Um, I would like to ask you some questions, and so I'm gonna start off with a little bit of your background. Um, I would love to know, and I'm sure the audience would as well, love to know because I mean you're so talented, like you're so freaking talented at what you do. And I'm always hearing, you know, my clients so um, asking me, you know, Ashley, I need a photographer in Destiny mood. What do I do? Like, who can I recommend? And of course, I have a lot of friends in the industry, you know, through and through. So um, I'll I'll recommend some people, but I'm not going to lie. A lot of them tell me, well, she was good, but she's not destiny. And so I know you're amazing. And I want to know, how did that journey start? Like, how did you even get into this? Um, Where did photography start for you?
2: Well, it, well, the short, I guess the short answer would be right when I had my daughter, um, or actually when I got pregnant, my husband bought me a camera and we already knew, you know, we were going to document our daughter as she grew every month, you know, typical, you know, what us moms love to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but as I started to kind of like really think into it, um, you know, back when I was little, my grandfather, um, he would always buy me disposable cameras and we would go on trips and he left he would leave it up to me to kind of capture whatever it is that I wanted to capture on our trips. Um, And then also as a teenager, even just, I think I was like 18, 19, I'd go on hikes and um, I would be that girl in the very back, like everyone would be in front of me and I'd be in the back, you know, holding up my camera, getting on my knees, all these weird positions just to get like awesome nature shots. And I think at that point, when I kind of put this all together I think it's just always been in me it's just I needed to have my daughter in order to kind of have like something to push me to kind of you know get started and learn the camera learn um editing and just kind of get better at it in general so that's kind of where it started um I would say um it started to kind of grow and flourish once I had my daughter
1: so for sure, like, though, it's something that you've always kind of had a secret passion about. Maybe you didn't even realize that that was something that you were passionate about before. Like you were saying with your grandpa, that's a really cool story. I didn't know that. That's like really cool to hear that. It's kind of something that's been deep rooted inside of you. And you almost like just brought it out to let your daughter kind of just surfaced it for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely realizing that it kind of just made, you know, it, it kind of just made it even more sweet or I should say like, um even more, I'm more passionate about it because my grandfather is behind it because of, you know, things that I had no idea or, or, or should I say this? We all grow up thinking we want to do something. We either go to school, we get education on something. And then all of a sudden, whatever it is that pushes us in a different direction or on a different path. And, you know, you look back and you're like, I would have never thought that this is what I would be doing. And, that's kind of the same feeling I got like once I kind of just the passion of photography and what it makes me feel and just the backstory behind it Um, because you know I did go through postpartum like after I had my daughter and that's a big part of photography as well as as to why I love it so much is because it was literally the one thing that got me out of the house and pushed me to just really meet people and stop being so cuddled up in my own cave and being afraid to get out. And so that, that was part of also the journey is just just being fearful of putting myself out there, being around people. And, um, you know, once I did, it was just kind of like it all just kind of took off from there.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You, you found that you, maybe you are a little bit more social and more of a social butterfly than you realized that you were, but you just had to be in your specific environment. So that's, that's really cool. I think I've kind of found the same thing with lashes. Well, I've always been loud and crazy, but, um, with, with lashes, I found like more of a focused passion. So I totally get it. Um, well, you know, that's, what about before? Like, where? like, I know you're saying you had an interest, but as far as like career wise, what were you planning before? Did you have a plan? Did you want to be a stay at home mom? Like before you, you know, you ever even thought about before, you know, he even bought you your camera, like where were your head before?
2: So before, um, I mean, I've always had, hold on one sec. Oh yeah. Okay. So before I, I kind of started out in, um, well, I worked at Best Buy, which is <laughs> so it was funny. It like because, a sales. Yeah, I was in sales. Um, I worked at CarMax. I was selling cars, um, which that definitely was super different for me, you know, being um, just a girl selling cars. So, mm. but I, you know, that's my background. I have a lot of customer service. Um, and I also went to school too. I went to school. I didn't quite finish. Just because, um, you know, I've I've always been independent, and it was kind of one of those things I had to decide on: do I want to live at home and, you know, still be paying rent and going to school, or did I want to have my own place, work full time, and, you know, be 100% independent? And so I kind of went in that direction of I had to pick, you know, one or the other. Which what did I want to do? And so, you know, um, with school though, I was in, I was doing a lot of psychology classes and you know, just studying why people are the way that they are and why they do the things that they do. So, um, yeah, that's, that's part of my background as well. And just, just, I think it just all comes down to helping people and in whatever way I can. And photography, I think is just that, that perfect middle ground of me being able to not only satisfy myself in my own happiness, um, but also helping others as well. So I, I absolutely love, you know, what this has been able to do for me, but also do for others as well.
1: Yeah. Everyone has to find their own medium. Like we all have something like I'm a firm believer that there's an entrepreneur in everyone. It just, it really depends like to what extent, you want to be. And also not only that, but like, like you said, finding your mediums for some people, you know, it's art, some people it's music. And uh, for me, it's educating people. So it really just depends where your passion is. I think that's awesome. So even though like your background is totally different from doing photography, all of those, it's really cool how, you know, you said, you know, working for Best Buy and then working for, um, Carmax, like selling cars, like it may sound like totally different, but they all like you learn skills. You had life skills that you learned that are is making you a better photographer. Being able to pick up on social cues and recognizing different things, like you're for sure able to um, be a better photographer. I think that's really cool.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, so um, when you first started, you mentioned that you know that your husband bought you the the camera and it was really going to be for more like recreational use. Um, and obviously eventually I know I, for sure, I remember specifically telling you like, you need to do this. Like you have to, I, I remember talking to you about, you should do this for a living. Like you should consider uh, charging people. I remember having those conversations. So I know that for sure you had people, cause I know I wasn't the only one, like there had to be other people who were behind you and kind of being like, um, really supportive. Um, but with that being said, I know, so I know there's also, um, struggles in the beginning, not, it's not all fun and games and rainbows. I know firsthand I'm busy Owner myself, um, for people who um, are are looking into starting a photography business or any business, really, like they're gonna deal with issues and what were some of the in the very beginning, like the very um, pit of it. I know you had a baby, right? And like you said, you already have a little bit of social anxieties. Like were those like some of the issues you had? And if you had other ones, I'd love to know what they are, kind of so that our audience can recognize that they're not alone. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, those are definitely some. Of, you know, the fears I had to get over. Um, and I think also, and this, this is in general, not even just photography, I think in any industry you go into whether it's beauty, whether it's um, art, or again, if it's photography, whatever it is, nails, makeup, um, lashes, I feel like the common denominator here is when you're going into an industry that there's a lot of women in that industry doing the same thing as you I think a lot of the fear also comes with you know are they gonna like me are they gonna approve of me are they gonna be supportive or um you know or or just the what comes with it too is just if they're if they're gonna be welcoming too as far as you doing the same thing as them and what I have found and heard um you know in in all different industries is that there's just a lot of Competition, unfortunately, there's a lot of competition, um, which I think also kind of just isn't so much of a pleasant feeling while you're doing something that you know you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So I think that that wasn't an, another thing is you know that there's all you know you're not going to be the first one to be doing it, um, and you're coming into something where there's all there's been people doing the same thing, or yep. it's just one of those things where you just kind of got to got to get over that, and and competition is not the way to go. Um, If you're competing with yourself and trying to be a better person every single day and better yourself, that's one thing. But when you're trying to compete with a certain individual or a group or, you know, that's you're not really going to get anywhere. I feel like we got to set our goals um, independently within ourselves, not so much about what other people are doing. Um, So I I would I'd have to say that was probably one of the things I was afraid of was just, you know, how are these other photographers going to? feel about me coming in and, You know, being a new photographer doing this—not that you should care because you shouldn't care.
1: That's who you are. Like you care about other people and you care about how they feel and you don't want to step on anyone's toes. I I get it. It's—it's a—it's like when you're that kind of person, that's an empathetic person. You don't want to make anyone feel like, hey, I'm coming in and I'm taking your clients. But it's so important to recognize that anyone starting a business isn't taking anyone's clients. If—if anything, you know, um, for example, I was getting my nails done for so many years. Like I've been getting my nails done for. I mean, since I was like in high school, like not, not all the time. Right. But I would get them done for occasions. This is and that. And I've gone through so many different salons. And then I finally found this awesome girl, her name's Marissa. And like, I've been going to her for a while now. And she's so good at what she does. She's so welcoming. She's so nice. As much as I did like my nails, all the other times that I got them done, like Marissa's the nail girl for me, like she's it for me. And so um, and she didn't steal me from, you know, the previous people that I went to, like Brenda or anyone like that. Like she didn't steal me from them. Those weren't the nail tech for me. I went to them because, you know, they were the only ones that I knew about. But I think it's important for us in business to recognize that, like, I've gone to multiple hair girls, but now I have my girl, my hair girl, Vanessa. She's my hair girl. And I, I love the way Joanne did my hair and Jana did my hair in the past. Like they did great jobs. It doesn't mean anything about them as um, as a professional, it just means that this is who I'm meant for. And so the same thing, like you coming in and being, you know, you're so young when you started doing it. Um, there's probably people who've been, there's definitely photographers out there who've been um, being a photographer professionally longer than you've been alive. Right. And so they have clientele that they have built, but maybe one or two of them might start going to you. That doesn't necessarily mean that they suck or they're bad or they're less than, or you guys are in competition. All it means is that, Hey, you know what? I had this person for 20 years as a client. I took their family photos, every whatever. And now destiny's, you know, handed them over to destiny. And I think that Um, if you see it that way, like we do it, I do it, you do it. I'm sure you've been to more than one person for your nails or your hair or whatever. Right. Like we've all, Mm -hmm. does that mean that you were stolen? No, like it's not, it's not property. You can't steal people when it comes to clients. It just has to do with the way the industry grows. So that's a really like, that's, I mean, that's a really good lesson that, I mean, unfortunately, like you said, you, you learned, but a lot of people should (laughs) learn from that. Um,
2: yeah. And that's such a good point is, is you're not, you're never stealing clients. Like I feel like that is one of the biggest problems with, I think a lot of women's mentalities um, in business or not even in business being territorial. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, you know, your clients are going to come to you based off of, you know, several things, your work, your um, you know, your customer service, Um, the, the way your style is, your vibe is, you know, how you make them feel. Um, it's not just, you know, Oh, well, I'm, I, I have the most and greatest camera, you know, out there and I'm going to, you know, and I have the best deals. Why aren't they coming to me? There's Mm -hmm. so many other reasons. It's, it's how you run your business. It's your integrity. It's, it's, again, a lot of it is how you make people feel me in in anything. If it's my nails, my hairs, um, my hairs, (laughs) my hair, (laughs) yes, all of them. We don't Ah. just cut one. Mm -hmm. yeah, my hair, um, you know, whatever it is, whatever service I'm going to pay for, I'm going to go to that person because one, I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel like I can trust the person. I want to feel that my money is being put, you know, and the value, there's value there. It's not that I'm just paying for a service and, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be taken advantage of either. So there's a lot behind why someone comes to you, why someone doesn't go to you, or again, why they're, you know, you just can't take it to heart. That's mm-hmm. the main goal is just learn to not take it to heart because at the end of the day, there is so many people out there, so so much money to be made that com- competition should not be at the top of your list or it shouldn't even cross your mind. You know, we should be able to kind of support each other. And, you know, even if we don't necessarily like each other's style or, or how we do things, that does not mean, that doesn't mean that we cannot from afar, you know, support each other in whatever way we can.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a super important lesson. I think that if you, you get inside your own head, you kind of did that. Like you said, yourself, you kind of got in your own head and was like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad, you know? And then, um, sometimes we get in our own head and we're actually creating issues that really don't exist, you know, sometimes for ourselves and you're making yourself sick. And I mean, it's good that you think that way. It's really good because there's definitely people who don't think that way and are like, Oh, I don't give a shit. I'm going to do what I want. And I don't care what anyone says. And that's definitely not a good mentality to have, but sometimes you have to think about it. Like, um, For example, like I've invited a couple of people on my podcast, other lash artists, other, you know, people who declined and they really don't give me a reason. And part of that, I sometimes wonder, oh, maybe they're just camera shy or maybe they're, you know, I mean, even though it's audio, but you know what I mean? Like they're just nervous. But sometimes I wonder, like, I wonder if they feel that by being on my podcast, that they're going to shine light on me. Or, you know, I had Daniela on my podcast, you're friends with her and she, um, we so supportive. She was so excited and like a big part of like, what makes me want to support people people is their gratitude. So when I, you know, re you know, offer my services or do something for someone and I don't do things to get things in return, but when I feel like you weren't even grateful, um, or you, you know, kind of just shut me down with no reason. And sometimes I wonder, like, maybe, I maybe this, I'm not in alignment with this person, not necessarily. I don't like them, but we don't, we're not going along the same trajectory of growth and we're not, I'm going to be growing with each other. And if we can't help each other grow, um, you know, maybe we got to let each
2: other go. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's not like I hate you and I'm going to talk bad about you. It's more just like if we're not vibing, then hey, you know what? I'm just going to excuse myself slowly. You know, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll support you in the background, but I'm not going to be, um, you know, shouting you out at the top of the ceilings like I do the people who are very grateful for my time and very reciprocating of my energy. So I think that's super important. It's kind of funny because that's really not like a business tip when it comes to photography, right? It's really just a business tip in general. Like, like you said, whatever industry you're in, it's super important to be recognized. The title of that podcast with Daniela is literally community over competition because we're way stronger together than we are apart. And I, I think that's super important and I'm not perfect. And I know that I don't address every issue perfectly and I don't, you know, um, respond to everything perfectly. I try my best, but I am very passionate about what I do. So sometimes, you know, I'm human and I fail or. At relaying and communicating my feelings, um, I guess you could say like appropriately or gently, but the reality is like, we're all in this like alone together, if that makes sense. <laughs> like we're all, yeah, alone, but we're it's all true. together. So when it's we work true. together, it's so much better. Like, that's why I wanted to start this podcast to so, like get to know people and show people like we're all different, but we're all the same. You know, um, I have a question and, you know, um, I is that have anything to do with why you relocated? Like, do you
2: feel that? That's no, why? no, absolutely not. So, um, you know, of course, um, being in this area, I learned a lot and, um, you know, I, I've, I've been, I've, I'm born and raised here. So, you know, it was, starting my business here was definitely you know such a blessing because there was a lot of friends of friends family members um, you know people that would refer me to you know their family members or their friends or whoever it was so that you know was was amazing that was great that really helped me out and it was very comforting too when I first started because some you know some sessions it's like they weren't so much a stranger to me or it was like a high school reunion these people I went to high school with, And I hadn't seen them for years. And it was just like, oh, my God, like, who would have thought that, you know, 10 years later, here I am taking pictures of you pregnant or with your kids, like, so it it was such a beautiful thing. Um, But the main reason why we, you know, decided to relocate was just because we had always had conversations of, you know, when we had kids, like, do we want to raise them here in this area? Um, Would we ever consider, you know, relocating to another state? And we kind of went back and forth. At first, we thought, you know, maybe Texas um but then um just because of the weather and I was like oh, I was like I don't think I could do the heat and the humidity <laughs> so we decided on Arizona and you know um desert has always been kind of like a scene a scenic area that just like is I'm so drawn to and it makes me feel at peace <laughs> um minus you know the hell of the heat <laughs>
1: right yeah
2: yeah but- the pros and cons regardless <laughs> Yes, there's pros and cons and everything. But I mean, that was the main thing was just my daughter. We wanted wanted to make sure that before she had to start school, we made sure we made that move and also just a a better quality of life. You know, here in California, it is just crazy expensive for what you're going to get. And, you know, over there after, you know, driving out there and seeing what you can have and seeing the cost of living the difference and you know, for me, it was just like a no brainer. It's like, yeah, you got to sacrifice being further away from friends and family. But in the long run, you know, we're always thinking about our future with our kids. And, you know, what are we going to be able to do? And we don't want to just spend our life working, you know, every single day and not be able to be there for our kids. And honestly, that's another reason why it allows me to be a stay at home mom. And I'm just so grateful that You know, my husband is such a hard worker and allows me to do that because I know my daughter is going to have, you know, a different bond with me just because I'm always there with her. Yeah, no, that's
1: so powerful. And being home with your kids is huge. I was home for three years with my first daughter and Haley and I have like a, a crazy bond. Like, don't get me wrong, Stella, I love her. And, you know, we we have a special bond too, but there's something special about being able to stay home with your kid and like raise them the way you want and not having to rely on other people. It's kind of crazy how, I don't know about you, but like before I had kids, um, I was young. I was 20 when I had Haley, but before I had her, I really had no like, motivation, no, no, like, um, no dreams, honestly. Like, I mean, I wanted to be a teacher. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't know at what level. I didn't know if I wanted to be like an elementary school teacher. If I wanted to be, um, a college professor, I kind of played with the idea of being a, um, a principal, like so many things like ran through my head, but I didn't really have a clear vision of who I wanted to be. And then I had Haley and nothing else mattered. I just wanted to be her mom, but then like, you know, social, uh, how do I say People in my area, you know, kind of shamed me for being just a stay-at-home mom. Quote, just a stay-at-home mom. That first of all, anyone who's a stay-at-home mom knows that it's so hard being a stay-at-home mom. Um, but I, you know, I kind of felt guilt, so I went and got like some shitty job at a gym, making minimum wage, um, and then I moved my way up to working for the DMV, and then I realized that hey, this really isn't my passion. I liked my job at the DMV because I'm a people person, but I just, it wasn't fil- fulfilling me, um, like truly. And that's when I decided to go to beauty school. But my point is that like, um, it being saying how mom, like, developing that bond with my daughter really pushed me to figure out like, who am I? And like, what do I love? And what am I passionate about? kind of pretty much like what you're saying about like photography with your daughter, you found it because of your daughter. And it's crazy how our kids have that effect on us. Like we're here to guide them. And I know you've heard this before, but like, we're here to guide them. And then they end up kind of showing us, they end up telling us who we are. It's, it's so crazy how we find ourselves in them, even though like, we're meant to be there for them. It's pretty cool. Cause I know I did. That definitely was my case.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I think that's another reason why it's like photography is my other baby. It's like, it's so, it's so special to me because again, it's just the, the story behind it and how it transitioned and how, you know, still today it's like, it's so cute like on Christmas it was so funny my mom bought her this little pink camera and I was yes oh my god it was so cute and the moment like I literally wanted to cry was she's like playing with her cousins and she's holding her camera and I kid you not girl she was literally like like acting like me she was she was getting down on her knees taking pictures and she was just like oh my god my God, like my she, husband she and my daughter, watches you. Yes. Yes. And it's funny because normally when I get in the zone and I'm at my sessions, like I'm in the zone, I'm paying attention to my clients and my husband and my daughter literally gone to pretty much like 95% of all my sessions. They're just like always with me. It's kind of a fa- a family thing. We get out of the house. He'll so have awesome. his kind of, yeah, he'll have his time with her and they'll go off on a walk, but I never really knew how much she was actually watching me and to see her do that I was like oh my god so it's just one of those things where it's like you got to be the best person that you can be for your kids and give them someone to look up to um you know and just again there's always going to be things in life that are thrown your way you always got to know that you know you you do have you know you do have an audience and part of your audience is your kids and that's the most important the most important for sure Yes. So, yeah, it's just one of those things where, again, you know, no matter what industry you think about venturing into or taking a risk into, it's like, it's always going to be something you you hold close to your heart when, when everything's aligned and your kids or whoever, however it is that you discover it, it's always protect that, protect that. It's always going to be special to you.
1: I think that's so awesome. Like that she she saw that and she's so little. My, my daughter's like that. My oldest daughter, um, Haley, she talking about opening up a salon for kids when she grows up. Like that's what she wants to do. So I definitely, I feel that I love that she's like that. And so to, to see that in someone so young, that's so freaking awesome. I love that. So now that, I mean, now that you've kind of overcame a lot, you've overcame a lot of, you know, those fears of starting your business and you see how, how much it's affected your family in you know, really positive way. Like when you first moved to, I mean, when you were first decided that you moved to Arizona, like I said earlier, you're, you know, you're a pretty private person, so I'm sure you really didn't announce it or anything, but obviously you knew for a while before you moved there. There's, there's a lot that goes into moving somewhere. You don't just pick up and leave. Um, were there any like reluctancies that you experienced or were you like all in? And if you did have any, you know, fears or anything, like what were they and how did you overcome them?
2: Um, I feel, I feel like, yeah, you're definitely right. I am very private. Um, but I did, I didn't know, I did know for quite some time before I announced it because, you know, me and my husband were just kind of enjoying that moment of, knowing that, Hey, we're, we're on the road to something new, to something different. Um, But I will say this when we were out there the weekend um, where we, it was my first time in Arizona and um, he had his job interview and we also, I had scheduled, you know, some appointments to go look at some houses. And so we, we had all of that in two days. So he had his, he had his interview. And then the same day he got his job that same evening, we went and looked at, at, you know, houses, and we applied, and we got approved. So it was an overwhelming weekend to just discover, like, oh, my God, he got his job, we got, we got the house. Um, and it was just like, oh, my God, this is this is what this is meant to be, you know, because it all happened in, the in such day. a short, yeah. yes, in such a short period of time. So we were emotional, we were happy. Um but again, I it really started to hit me a little bit once I started to think about like, oh my god, like all my clients that I have here, um, all the sessions that I had scheduled already for you know months in advance. It was that that's kind of what hit me because I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to be here for this, and at some point I need to let them know like, hey, I'm I'm leaving and I'm not going to be in this area anymore. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's overwhelming. It's bittersweet because you. You gotta, you gotta honestly. The mindset that I had was I'm gonna go into this and look at this as a, a little break. Once I get to Arizona, I'm gonna enjoy time with my daughter. I'm gonna get to know the area. And also, you know, you have to go into the mindset of like, there's not gonna be anybody there to kind of give you handouts. or to help you out and lead you in in any direction. Like you were saying earlier,
1: your family and friends that would refer you like me, you know, I referred you to my sister-in-law and stuff like that. And my friends, like you don't, you don't have that out there. That's a scary thing.
2: Yeah, you really don't. And that's when you really have to look at yourself and kind of be confident in what you're offering. Be confident in your trade, in your passion, in your talent. Um, Because my mindset was literally, I'm just going to let my work speak for itself. These people aren't going to know me. They're not even going to know what I look like. Um, I mean, they're not even, might not even know that I'm moving from California. They're just going to see like my work and, oh, looks that looks different. That doesn't look like Arizona, but they're not going to know my background. So Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I just kept my mindset. Like I'm going to let my work speak for itself and really, um, you know, like let it go, like let it flow, whatever, whatever was going to come my way was going to come my way and not force it. And so I am just so, blessed and grateful that the clients that i've met in arizona in such a small period of time like it really it really humbles you to take a step back like wow like this is this is what i'm supposed to be doing because if if you're not supposed to be doing what you're doing you know you're you you'll know it'll be, you're going to be getting a bad
1: reputation. You're going to have people that don't like you too like, I mean, obviously in every industry, there's going to be some people who don't like you, but I mean, like if you would have went in there and you would have already had like a lot of bad reviews and, you know, people, um, trying to get their money back and all kinds of bad experiences like that, that might've been like a red flag. Like, Hey, maybe this isn't for me,
2: you know? Yeah. So it was, it was honestly just, it was the reassurance that I needed to kind of push me to build that confidence and like you know what i'm gonna do this like i'm here in arizona i'm gonna make it happen i'm gonna show arizona what i have to offer and really what helped me is the hashtags. Like, i was just gonna say I, that like
1: what were the things that you started to do that kind of because you can't just like hey arizona i'm here come come book with me like there was had to have been some yeah stuff, right
2: yeah so it all started with the hashtags like i didn't i know you can like sponsor your work and pay for mm-hmm. you know whatever it is um So I know, I mean, I never even did that. So I really wasn't going out of my way to like put myself out there as much as some people do, but I just said, you know what, I'm going to start putting the hashtag, like the locations, the area that I'm in and every, um, every client that I would come into contact with after that, I would say, Oh, you know, did someone refer you? Like, how did you find me? And then they would tell me like, Oh yeah, girl, I found you on, on, you know, such and such hashtag or, Oh, this hashtag, or I looked up this. And I'm like, oh my god. Well, th- you know, thank you for telling me because you know I would have never known where where are they mm-hmm. finding me? Where are they getting my name? Like, I'm one of those people. Um, I have
1: no idea. Like, I'm one of those people that never does that, and it's like one of the things that I need to work on because I get people calling me all day, every day, and I have no idea how they're finding me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, this is a little odd. Like, what is it? How are they? How are they seeing my work? Because this was even before I had my first legit. Um, you know session with someone out in Arizona, I had a friend or actually a couple friends that had come down to visit me. And I did some shots, you know, some shots with them. And um, I used their pictures with, you know, the Arizona background, that was kind of like my first like, okay, let me see how this looks like my first time actually taking pictures in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of it just kind of went from there. And I think in any location that you, you choose to go to a lot of it, you do have to just be very smart with how you're marketing yourself Um, be consistent it's so important to be consistent if you're going if you're going to mention you know you're in Arizona be be consistent with your hashtags because I think a hashtag if you if you look at it this way a hashtag is like another profile people follow hashtags Mm -hmm. and so you never know who's new who's going to be new to following that hashtag or who's going to search that hashtag for whatever kind of just because you did it once doesn't mean that everyone's going to see it exactly exactly because there's multiple photographers putting the same hashtag all the time so you have to kind of again be consistent with it because as people go to those hashtags your work is being pushed down to the bottom so you got to keep you know be consistent with it and honestly that's the biggest secret and and honestly it's not even a secret i think that's that's been the biggest thing that's helped me um, and then you know, like geotag
1: right you geotag
2: things or I do. I, I, not so much the specific location. Um, I, I do it for like whatever city I'm in. And I do it that way just because I feel like when you're doing the the city as a whole, it kind of opens up more of uh, like, I guess more of a range of, yeah. uh, if, if someone's looking at, you know, Oxnard and you're at, you know, let's say whatever market you're at okay, there's only going to be a small amount of people looking into that market. It's so specific that someone, as opposed to looking into just Oxnard in general, it's just, I think it just opens more of a, of a bigger variety or range for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as locations go, yeah, like I always, I, I have photographers who will ask me like, oh, where, where was this at? Or, hey, what's this location? You know, it's, it's always good to share that information too. Um, but again, it doesn't have to be publicly. You can always do it, you know, through DMs or whatever, but it's always good to be helpful.
1: So far, have you made like photographer friends out there or do you, is it, are you still kind of just on your own?
2: Um, I have, I've met, I've met. Okay. So funny thing is one of the first sessions I had, um, I met this other photographer. She was standing there and, um, I've done this twice. It's so funny because it's so not me because I'm so I don't know why but I've gotten so shy as I get older but she's standing there she has her camera and I'm just like waiting for my my clients to show up looks like she is too and I'm like oh hey I'm like oh are you a photographer she's like yeah you know uh, I'm just waiting for my clients I'm like oh yeah me too so um then I just started a conversation with her and I'm like yeah I'm from California and she's like oh my god so I really clicked with her we we now support each other a lot on social media and you know, um, there was another one as well. Same thing where I'm just, she's just sitting there and I'm just kind of like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, it's so funny. Cause again, like I said, I'm it kind of brings out the outgoing part of me that so I when you're destiny
1: rose photographer you're somebody else you're you're like an outgoing <laughs> real. friendly person well you have to be kind of as a photographer I know when I've done photo shoots like I I really enjoy the type of photographers that are like you know making you laugh and like talking to you and getting you know bringing your personality out instead of just kind of like a very serious photo shoot so you kind of it's kind of yes. essential
2: yes it really is and you know the thing is is I guess it's not I guess I shouldn't say it's not like me I feel like it's always been me. And I used to be like this back in high school, but it just kind of faded away as you become a parent, as you get married, you know, you get older and it kind of is bringing back the outgoing destiny that I used to be. And so that's what I also love about it too. It does- Like your inner child. Yes. And then you get to be creative
1: like a child and just be free. I love that.
2: I know. And I, I must, I say, like when you book with me, it's like, just be be aware that you're gonna laugh I'm gonna do some crazy ass things just to make you laugh because well, I know you yes. and
1: you're crazy like when we're kids so I could see you doing oh. some funny <laughs> shit to make somebody laugh so I couldn't 100% <gasps> picture that
2: oh yes girl you don't even know I had a session the other day and um I was wearing like this cone hat thing like you know like when it's your birthday party you wear like yes. a cone hat So I'm over here wearing this, right? And and I'm trying to like tell her, guide her like, okay, girl, give me boss bitch vibes. Like, come on, give me attitude. And so she's doing that, right? But I forgot I'm wearing this on my head and there's people passing by and looking at me. I'm just like, (laughs) what the hell? And she's like, girl, I can't take you serious with that cone on your head. And so it was just so funny because, you know, I, I captured, I also not only just making her laugh and making her feel comfortable and loosening her up a little bit, but you also capture those, candid moments of them laughing and enjoying that the raw so,
1: genuine yes yeah.
2: yes and that is so important because I feel like anyone can kind of pose you and you kind of just hit pause and freeze for a second and you just capture those moments but it's all about kind of multitasking or, or triple tasking you're looking yeah. at what's 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 in the background what what's your subject doing um is your camera ready like you just gotta be ready in every second when you're, you know, when you're doing, well, I feel session, like, but- and
1: correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's a whole nother language. Like, I feel like you're learning another language. And when you speak now, you're like fluent, you speak that language and you can understand things that people are saying with their bodies and their, you know, their uh, facial expressions when they don't even realize what they're saying. So when you understand that language and you're fluent, you can speak back to them. It's, it's pretty cool. I could see that.
2: Yeah, it really, it really is. And, and I've had, I've had photographers in other states Um, that I don't even know, you know, reach out to me and say, like, you know what, oh my god, like, I love, I love this or that about your, your photography, or I love, and one of the main things that I get a lot is just the, the emotion, the candid emotion of what you, what I capture, Um, and, and again, it's like one of those things where, you know, I'm in the moment, I do it, and I just, I do it so often that I don't really stop and take a second to be like, well, how, how are these other people perceiving it, but, yeah, I've had, I've had another photographer or photographers mention that to me. And it's just, I, I just hold that so dearly, because it's just the connection that I have with my clients, even if they're a stranger, the moment they walk up to me, and then to the very end, I'm just like, okay, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, you know, they're, they're just so much more comfortable, open, and just willing to, you know, do whatever they they got to do. And, and so that's, Definitely what makes it so much more pleasant when you're doing a session. It's just not awkward. It's not like, you know, okay, so let's do this. It's not robotic. So that's how you know, it's it's not just a session. It's an experience. And that's literally what I put on my website because I'm trying to offer, give someone a great experience and not just a session.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think that that's in every industry. I feel the same. I say the same thing Um, on my website. Like it's like we, when you're, when you're here, when you're with anyone at, you know, that's why it's been so hard for me to, um, to expand my team at my salon is because I'm very picky. Like I hold a high standard to what type of experience my clients and anyone who walks in my doors, um, you know, has, so I totally get that. Um, when you you like, now that you've been there and you know, you've gone through this and you've done the uphill battle work and you've, you know, I know your husband is gone sometimes for days on end, you know, when he's working and like, that's gotta be really hard. Like, it's a whole new world that you're in and you're kind of on your own. Well, with your daughter, of course, but yeah. um, the people that are out there that are listening and they want to know like, okay, so you've given some awesome advice on like how to overcome and what type of tricks to use to get clients. But if you had like one thing that you can say, you know, one piece of advice that you can give to anyone who's considering relocating their business or someone who's recently relocated and looking to start a business, but is nervous because they don't know anyone. Like what is one thing that you can leave everyone with?
2: I I would say, one, do not let your fears keep you from your full potential. So, you know, don't don't stress on what the what ifs or, you know, or think so far into the future. Because when you're thinking of relocating, you really don't know what the hell is going to happen. You don't know if your job or your husband's job or whoever it is that's getting a new job, um, whether it's transferring or it's literally brand new you don't know how that's going to go either so instead of stressing about the unknown of you know what what if what if that job doesn't work out or what if this well what if you just stay where you're at and you never change your situation and you're going to stay unhappy with what you're already unhappy with there there, there's you you just have to take that risk because that risk the reward with it could just be so life-changing so, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing because with without really realizing it, it really took a lot for me and my husband to kind of, you know, get up and go without having family out there, without having friends out there. I mean, I have, I do, I, I must say, I do have like, um, I think second cousins um, in part of Arizona, but, you know, we didn't grow up together. So what I mean is really not being surrounded and having the help of family and friends around you. You, it's 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 hard and it's something that i completely understand that why people are very fearful of it because it is a lot it, it is a lot to to risk especially when you have a family um, but that's that i would say that's the biggest thing and and again this is speaking to a business owner if you're especially in the industry with other women if you're afraid of going into an industry and what you know what the other women or the the competitiveness is going to be like One thing I can really say is there is always, no matter what industry you're in, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like you. There's always going to be somebody who's not going to support you. There's always going to be somebody waiting for you, you know, to fail. And what I have learned is you just, you can't take it personal. Um, Everybody is dealing with their own demons that they have to deal with. And and sometimes you really got to take the emotion out of it and take a step back and say, you know what? What, what's the root cause of this? Um, it could be their own insecurities. Maybe this, these people who make you feel a certain way or you know, aren't supportive or don't like you, maybe they're insecure with themselves. Maybe they're insecure with their work and you coming into a new state or a new city and you're ready to go and you're, you're, you're motivated. Maybe, here's a perfect example. So when you're at a job, right? And let's just say they're hiring. And you've become, you've been there for five years. You, you become very complacent. You're comfortable. And now you got this new girl coming in and she's ready to go. She's on her game. She's going above and beyond. She's showing up early, leaving late. She's bringing in um, coffee for, you know, for the boss. And now you're like, oh, hell no. Now, you know, now she kind of ruffles your feathers a little bit because now you feel like you have to, you know, work up to par to what she's bringing to the table. So I feel like, a lot of that happens in, in the industry, whether it's photography whether you know you see someone coming in who wants to be brand new and start their business and I think a lot of people focus on that they focus on, on the negativity they focus on well what if she takes my clients what if she takes my business and it's not about that um, I feel like when you're secure with yourself and what you bring to the table and what your talent is and how you make people feel that shouldn't that shouldn't phase you and that shouldn't bother you. Um, so i think uh, and and going back to one of your questions i think you mentioned if i had made, made friends in arizona or um so yes i will say that i i've made friends um and i definitely have found um some other photographers who are very supportive but again like anything i've also i've also seen some photographers or have felt some photographers who aren't so supportive and again it all goes back to your perspective and not letting those things get you get to you not letting not letting those things keep you from keep, you know, keep pushing forward. Because I will be honest, you know, I feel like if you do not, if you do not stay focused and, and stay focused on your business, mind your own business, um, you are going to get sucked into that. And it's draining, it's really draining. And it can be a very dark place for some people. Um, literally, and again, this literally
1: is- your business that I, I like that, because it's like your business, right? We're in business. So mind yeah. your business
2: mind your business mind your own business and put your energy put your your effort into your business into yourself into growing um expanding learning new things um and i think and and another thing while you have me on here because your girl just feels like she just has to preach a little bit um preach preach please we love it (laughs) right and it's a sunday it feels right it's a sunday it feels right i already like listened to you know i already listened this morning to the message that i needed but anyways, so another thing too is I think this is just goes a long way with any other creative What again, photography, artists, um, lashes, makeup, when we go into starting a business, right, we, we want to stand out, we want to be different, we want to, or at least that's what that's what we should be thinking, right, we should want to bring something to the table, maybe somebody has not or make the world a better idea. place, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that that's another thing too. And I've read things, I've heard things and I've talked to other, you know, other creatives too. And I feel like sometimes we get frustrated because we see, oh, well, that person is quote unquote copying me or they're, you know, they're trying to do the same thing I did. Or you know, again, those are all things, obstacles you're gonna face in any ed- industry you're in. You're always gonna feel like that person's copying you or they're, they're trying to do this the same way that you did it. But here's the thing, your clients know, your clients know who started that or your clients know, you know, they they're your clients are done
1: especially because like your business is a reflection of yourself so people know who you are and they know I've talked about this before like when you're trying to copy someone else like people know like people who are watching you they know they're like hey she didn't think of that I saw another girl doing that if you think that for I mean again I'm in lashes and I'm an esthetician but like if you think that I'm just going to relate it to photography if you think that like someone's copying you um and you have to realize that you're not the only photographer that they follow on social media, right? Like I follow you, but I follow like 12 other photographers in the area because it has to do with my business. Photography goes very well with the beauty industry. So I follow a bunch of photographers and I, I follow, um, I support a lot of different photographers. So when I see someone doing something and it seems almost exactly the same thing, my sister-in-law, Abby, she's in the cookie world. And same thing happens there. People will message you and literally tell you, Oh my God, did you see this? Because this person's doing exactly what you did. Or I've had someone copy like an idea of mine and and they post it on their Instagram. And I'll have people that aren't even my clients. Like literally they've never stepped foot in my salon. They'll DM me and say, Hey, this looks exactly like what you have on your website. And this girl just totally copied it. I just wanted you to know, like people are paying attention no matter what. So you may not know, they may not actually tell you, you may not actually get like a text message that says that, but they are paying attention and they're telling their friends and they're telling their friends. Yeah, dude, I used to follow her, but every, she would always be copying what so-and-so does like people pay attention and they don't resonate with that. People don't like phoniness and they will not, your business won't, be successful. So, totally yeah. agree. Yeah,
2: and that's exactly the reason why you got to stay true to yourself in, in who you are and what you're bringing to the table. Your personality, the way that you present um, everything on there. Because I, I think again, um, I, I posted a uh, a quote not too long ago. I and I forget what it said, but it was along the lines of basically saying that you you're the secret sauce. Nobody is you. And you aren't anybody else. And the way that you do things is is always going to be different if you're staying true to yourself and you're and you're constantly trying to be creative and being different, being unique. And what's funny to me is I do see a lot of I do see a lot of photographers uh, photographers who they don't really give credit to where credit's deserved. And when you kind of have that that kind of mindset where you think you're just like big and bad and you're just the shit, right? And you know you know, that you're getting your ideas or your wording or your, the way that you're, you're structuring your business is you're doing it based off of somebody else. And you're not really recognizing that or putting that out there. I think that that also kind of like people see that too. And whether or not you think that you're just going to play it like, okay, I'm just going to put out there, like I came out with out with this. I think, again, that's another thing a lot of clients pay attention to, and they don't like that. I mean, For example, if I was, if I was a client and I was going to go have pictures taken, I don't want my pictures looking exactly the same as everybody else. Like I want my pictures to be personalized and I want them to be unique and I want them to speak a language that speaks for who I am and what my family is about. And so I think, again, a lot of it comes down to how that person is, is handling their business. And if they're really, if they're really going out of their way to be unique and, To do things differently. I know me, I've always been like a rebel. Like, I hate, hate following the crowd. So, if somebody's wearing pink or there's like a group of five girls wearing pink, I will purposely wear black or the opposite color just because I don't want to do the same thing as everybody. That's
1: 100% you. That's literally you to the (laughs) T.
2: Yes, girl. Oh my God. For example, a, a song. If there's like a song that everyone keeps putting on their Instagram, I'm like, holy crap. I am definitely not using that song because I am not about to like, you know, I just don't, I hate, I'm not a follower. I've never been a follower. I've always been a leader. I think naturally, not that I try to be, but it's just my, my personality. So maybe that's, that's like,
1: like a, that's a, that in itself is like a huge tip because being not that, not that there's anything wrong with doing what people like, if your favorite color is pink and you want to be pink, you know, then be pink. But like, I'm, I think that it's important to recognize that in order to get you the whole point of getting, uh, I'm sorry, the whole like way to, Make your business successful is for it to stand out, right? If you blend in with everyone else, you're not going to stand out. People aren't going to remember you. They're going to think just it's like every other photographer or every other lash artist. But um, for example, my name, my name, Beautylicious. Like I didn't do lashes by Ashley. Not that there's any shade. There's no. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's like so many freaking Ashleys in the world. So for me, I knew that like I wanted something that was different, and I also knew I wasn't just going to do lashes. I knew I wanted to do a lot of things. So I think it's important to remember that like the way that you come up, the way you show up for yourself and your business, um, is who is, who you're going to be represented as, and people are going to recognize that. So when you're being who you are, like you have to be who you are all the way to yourself, like down to the core of who you are. So people who don't know who they are, people who are, you know, lost and confused on their identity, those people are for sure going to have a struggle in their business because they're not going to be, you know, like, how can you show up for your business if you can't even show up for yourself? You know, like, it's very important that you recognize who you are deep down inside before you start a business. Cause if you're on shaky ground and you don't know who you are, like your business is going to show and people are not going to resonate with you. So I think that's really good advice. I think that um, a lot of people should definitely listen to that. And if you're one of those people who's trying to start a business or already has a business and you're struggling to find clients, you know, take it from destiny. She started a business from the ground up here. And then she, right, right when her business was starting to really level out. And, you know, like she said, she was booked out months in advance. She goes and just goes against the grain, like like always and relocates to Arizona. Totally another state with totally different, you know, lifestyle and everything. I think that there's something to be said about people who are afraid not only has she opened this is like your technically is your second business that you've opened you know essentially if you think about it like that you've done a startup from totally different area like you said you don't have contacts you don't have a network out there and you started from scratch so um I don't think that you're just some random photographer giving advice I think you you there's tons of value that you have and I think that's super important if you guys are listening to this and this is hitting home with you and you feel like you know you just feel connected and you want to ask Destiny she's so so, so giving like she said earlier she's willing to tell you guys all the sauce you just have to ask her privately i know that can be a little bit scary because there's a lot of people who do not want to give their value they don't want to tell you their tips they don't want to tell you their tricks they don't want to tell you where they shot something and there's a lot of people like that out there destiny's not one of those so i i mean i think you can tell by you know listening to this episode but just take it from me, you know, she's amazing. She's a good person. And I really hope that whoever is listening to this, um, like I said, you reach out to her and let her know that you loved what you heard or, you know, tell her, you know, that she's doing amazing. Cause she is, we all need that sometimes. So if you guys have questions, feel free to ask her destiny. Do you want to let everyone know where, uh, where they can find you, your website, your Instagram, whatever. So that way, if people are listening to this and are not familiar, they can find you.
2: Yeah. So I, I'm on destiny roads photography. Um, and once you go to my page on Instagram, you have like my website attached to that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm more than happy to, you know, connect with anybody who's dealt with any, any struggles or anything, um, in any industry, whatever it is, because again, I feel like this is not so much just photography. This is just, this is just life. This is women. This is, this is um, being in an industry where you know that there's other women in the same industry as you and the struggles that, that can, that can um, come with it and just overcoming that and just staying focused, staying focused to your business, staying true to who you are and knowing that no matter what, again, identifying that if you're, if you're having haters, if you're having people who are throwing shade or aren't supportive, then you must be doing something right. And know that whenever you're gonna connect with somebody, another business owner, surround yourself with, with inspiring people, with people who, you know, who are, are uplifting, like Ashley, like she, um, you know, I've, I've known her again. We've known each other since we've been kids and who would have thought we've been here. We would be here, you know, how old are we now? (laughs) We're like, I think I'm 29. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like look at how old we are and who would have thought we would be sitting here talking about this and just trying to bring light into all industries and the struggles of what we all face. And, it's all a matter of, you know, I, I've always been afraid to kind of open up and, and share like what I've had to deal with. And I'm not so much more of like, I don't like to be a drama queen or like throw anything negative out there. But again, there's times in life where you do have to kind of put your foot down and speak up and let people know, hey, you're not alone. Like I've dealt with this too. And you don't have to go through obstacles in running a business by yourself. Like it's okay to share, like find those people that you trust find those people who are also successful and are positive around you and and go for it and tell them because you'll realize that you aren't alone. And, you know, there's a lot of things and you're not crazy either. You're not nope. crazy for. And that's the whole point filling. of
1: this podcast. Like that's literally all this, all my episodes. If you listen to them, that's all it's about. Like I know I'm a lash artist and an educator, but my podcast is based specifically like for that type of help because I, I, me and Destiny, you know, we have a lot more in common than you know, and we love to. We're both like that. We both love to share our experiences to a certain extent and to you know give value to people. So um, I hope that you guys got that out of this, and I hope that um, everyone connects with destiny and if you guys know anyone in arizona make sure to refer her because she's awesome and i know you guys are gonna love her work um and until next time thank you guys so much for tuning in um thanks destiny for joining me today i'm so grateful for you and i miss you and i hope we get to see each other soon
2: yes yes for sure all right bye guys see you later